0: Welcome to A Slob Comes Clean the podcast. I'm Dana White. I blog over at aslobcomesclean.com. That's where I share my personal deslobification process. As I figure out ways to keep my own home under control, I share the truth about cleaning and organizing strategies that actually work in real life for real people. This is podcast number 139, and I am talking about taking advantage of opportunities to declutter. Um Yes, that's what we're talking about. And there are a lot of opportunities right now um, to donate things. And so we're just going to kind of explore that because I know there are, you know, different things that are written all over the internet that can be paralyzing to um, people like us. And I just kind of want to talk through some of that stuff and let's just take a realistic view of it. Okay. But before I do, all right, guys, I talked about this in my podcast last week at the end. Please, if you like me at all, um, I need you to go vote for me, uh, for a contest for business women, Christian business women to go on a trip to Guatemala, um, that will be like a mastermind group while also getting to, um, see, you know, the down on the ground behind the scenes work of a company called Noonday that, um, works with people in impoverished nations, bringing them out of poverty by giving them um, work to do. And and, And then they sell those products in the US. So it's a really, really neat company. I want to go so badly. I've already checked my schedule. I've talked to my husband. He's on board. I have my passport. Anyway, I would love for you to vote for me. The contest is open September 20th through 27th of 2017, in case you're listening to this in real time. It is open now today. I'm thinking I'm publishing this today. Anyway, today was the first day. I have one video up, but I'm planning on putting a video up every single day. So I would love to have your votes every day for this contest. Okay. So, what I'm going to be doing in these videos that I'm making is I'm just going to be talking about you know, the first one is just introducing myself. The second one is me talking about how exactly this business of me talking and writing about cleaning and organizing came about when I'm the most unlikely candidate for that. Um, and then I'm going to be talking about kind of, you know, where it's grown as a business and then also, um, where I hope to go with things from that. And then I have a couple of hopefully funny ideas that will hopefully actually be funny anyway. Um, but I would love for you to do that. You all, I set it up for you all you have to do is go to aslobcomesclean.com, which you've heard a million times if you listen to this podcast, slash go. Okay, aslobcomesclean.com slash go. The word G-O, aslobcomesclean.com slash go. I will also have that linked in the show notes for this podcast number 139. In that, I'm going to give you direct links to my videos. I'll update it as I put more videos up each day. And I would just love to have your help in that. I would really, really appreciate it because it's kind of one of those things where I'm like, oh my word, I would love to do that. Okay, all right. Um, So we're talking about opportunities to declutter and here a couple of things made me think of that. You know, my next book is really deep into decluttering, okay? And I'm gonna give you a little spoiler here, but it's not a spoiler if you know me at all. But basically I have come to the point in my own decluttering journey where I am all about donating like donating is is the answer for me it's the best way for me to consistently and with the least hassle get stuff out of my house um I don't have to assign value. I don't have to assess the worth of something and whether it's worth my time to sell it. And if it is worth my time to sell it, where would I get the best price for it? Or is it really worthy of selling on this platform? Or is it a little bit less? And so maybe I should sell it in this way. I have cut through all of that by just saying, I'm going to donate. I know that's not the case for everybody. As you know, um, I am the author of how to manage your, I said, you know, but you might not know that I'm the author of how to manage your home without losing your mind. In that book, I have a chapter on working through the process. Like, okay, you want the very most money for it. This is how you get it. This is the work that's involved. Are you willing to do that amount of work for that amount of money? Um, And then going down from there saying, okay, you can do a little bit less work here, get this amount of money. This is what's involved down to basically donating, which is what I do, but you do whatever it takes to get stuff out of your house. And I do mean that like whatever it takes to get things out of your house, do it. Um, I actually had a letter from someone, it's been several years ago, but she was talking about a huge move that they made and, there came a point she had donated and donated and donated and they came down to a point where they could not get rid of some things and they were in the country and they were like where this was all completely legal but they like they burned stuff I mean, they like, you know, they had gotten rid of everything they could get rid of. And then they actually had a bonfire and burned the rest. And I was like, okay, well that gets rid of it. Um, but you know, I mean, here's the point, getting it out of your house is the point. I'm not saying have a bonfire with your stuff. I'm saying taking advantage of opportunities to declutter is what we're talking about today because partly because I think about the disasters that are going on right now. I mean, This is crazy, y'all. I mean, Hurricane Harvey, I listened to Jamie Ivey's podcast today, um, which she's going on the trip to Guatemala, the go-getters getaway. um, And that's one of the reasons I really want to go. Anyway, but that, you know, she interviews a woman who lives in the Houston area, who was really involved in those efforts and talking about the things they are still dealing with and are going to be dealing with for a very, very long time, just some major, major stuff. Um, so it was very interesting. It just got me to thinking about that. And I thought about this Facebook post that a blogging friend of mine put up, I think it was right around the time that the whole, um, uh, Houston stuff happened and people were, you know, giving and, you know, I mean, we all want to give, we all look at those pictures and think, okay, what can I do? What can I do? How can I help? Um, so she, she had said this, okay. She is a blogger. Um, I believe she primarily talks about like frugal living and that kind of thing. Um, and I know that anyway, I'll read you her post having organized and run disaster relief efforts in the past. I am begging you to be mindful in what you donate. Cash is always the best. A few years ago for the Oklahoma tornado relief, we asked for diapers, wipes and sheets for beds. The collection spot was one of the churches in the Woodlands. She lives down by, actually down by Houston, I think. Um when I got back with the truck to transport items to Oklahoma, I was shocked at what had been donated. People completely ignored what the need was and used it as an opportunity to dump their trash, disgusting, unusable clothing, old furniture, and items you would never, ever put on your child or take the time, even if you were homeless, to accept. Obviously, she has some strong feelings on this. In a community such as the Woodlands, I could not believe how thoughtless people were. I literally opened boxes of clothing covered in rat droppings. Okay, so she goes on... Um. And she, she talked. Okay. So here, here's my reaction to that. All right. I want you guys to get stuff out of your house. Okay. And I want to get stuff out of my house. And y'all know that my biggest qualifier for a place where I'm going to donate is that I don't have to sort. Okay. Um, however, this is one of the reasons why the first step in my process that I've had to create for myself, and then I've shared with y'all, one of the reasons that the first step is trash. Okay. In our modern, super eco-friendly world, sometimes there are a lot of people who have who just feel like there should be no trash. And I I think it's fascinating. There was somebody, it's been years ago, somebody who lived a whole year and they only came up with one bag of trash. And it was fascinating and lovely. Um, do you know how I would end up having one year and only a bag of trash? I would just let it all sit around my house and only put one bag worth in the bag. Okay. I mean, so that is awesome, but it took like, amazing intentionality and crazy creative living. If you need to get stuff out of your house, I want you to be able to do that. Okay. I want you to be able to take advantages of opportunities to declutter. But the point is in these times of disaster where it's like, they need stuff. Oh my goodness. I have too much stuff. I need to get rid of that. Some things to think about there. Okay. This is not the time to go get out a box of, clothes from the seventies out of the attic and give them to, um, people who are heading for hurricane relief. Okay. I mean, there, I am all about you getting rid of those clothes, whether or not it is to throw them away, you know, if they're covered in rat droppings or, I mean, I'm giving you permission to throw those away if they're covered in rat droppings. Okay. Or if you have just kind of boxes of random stuff, like I always do with my donate boxes, these, Opportunities for disaster relief is not the time for me to load up my completely random donate box. Okay, yes, my qualification for places that want to take my junk is that that I don't have to sort. But I have, even in my small town with a whole without a whole lot of options, I have options of places where I can take that. Those people are on a regular. I mean, they have people who their entire jobs are to sort through that stuff. That's how you know it's they they are set up for that kind of stuff. They're not set up to get you know, a thousand times what they're used to getting of that kind of stuff, but that's where I take things on a regular basis, load it up, take stuff over there, okay? But in these moments where it's an opportunity to declutter, the thing I try to look at is what's the specific need here? Okay? People who are cleaning up their homes in Houston and in Florida and in the Caribbean, they, they don't need more junk. And, and some of my stuff, I'll just be honest is, is junk. It might be interesting and it might be quirky and I might go, you know, this could be totally useful for the person who actually can think this way. Like I thought I could think that way when I brought it into my house, but whatever, um, you know, so there's always some interesting quirky things out in my garage in my donate box. But the people who are in survival mode and are trying to clean up their own mess, um they're they're not in a place where they need to be getting quirky stuff, okay? It's basic. So for example, there's um you know, our church, a a friend of mine had said, um, you know, she has a family that uh, friends of hers that have had to move into their family's, like, I don't know, cabin in the country or something, which sounds lovely, but I'm sure it's not, you know, the greatest thing ever that they've had to do, but they're having to move there because their house was completely and totally destroyed. They lost absolutely everything. And it's a specific family and, you know, she needed help. And I said, well, what sizes do they wear? Oh, that's exactly the size of shorts that one of my kids just grew out of. Okay. Well, guess what? I can give you a week's worth of shorts that will specifically fit this one person. Okay. So that's an opportunity. Is it the way for me to get my house decluttered once and for all? No, but I'm always looking for every opportunity to declutter. There's coat drives every year. If you tell me there's a coat drive coming, if my kids come home and say, Hey mom, they're doing a coat drive at school." We can generally find an outgrown coat or a, how did we get a third? Why do we have three? Oh, you know, and then you feel guilty. I do. Because, oh my goodness, why, how do we have three coats when there's children who don't have any? Okay, well, let's give two of them away. You know, that kind of stuff. Things that I have doubles of that I like, and somehow I ended up with two of them you know, things that are, are nice and useful and helpful, but you know, I can pretty much, cause I've even gotten emails from some of you who have personally been affected by these hurricanes and you're telling me, I want to be a minimalist from now on. The last thing they need is a box full of randomness, but they do need basic necessities. So, you know, the package of underwear that, um, you bought and it was the wrong size. This is the perfect time to donate that. The um you know, Costco sized package of deodorant that you got home and found out you did not like the smell of that particular deodorant. So you've got four sticks that have never been used. Never been used, okay? Can't ever have been used. But those, that's the kind of stuff, you know, to to give um, you know, looking through and saying what is it? What can I do to actually help? Because in these moments, those are great opportunities and they're great reasons for me to go through my house. And usually if I'm looking through the coat closet, I'm going to find things that aren't coats. And so, you know, I've always got a random donate box going. So pull that donate box over there. And while I'm going through looking for coats anyway, and pulling the coats out for the specific coat drive. Then I put those other random things in the donate box and send those off. Okay. Um, to a, the random donate box goes to the place that just in general takes donations, not necessarily for this, you know, and the other thing too, is listening to listening to what they've asked for. If they've specifically, you know, Tiffany was talking about, they had specifically asked for sheets, diapers, and wipes. And they got a ton of stuff that was not sheets, diapers, and wipes wipes, wipes. <laughs> anyway, but they got a ton of stuff that was not what they were asking for. They had a plan to go up there. Well, then this becomes a huge hassle for the person who is now stuck with a parking lot full of things. Somebody was just trying to be nice and said, use our parking lot. They were trying to be helpful and said, let's get a truck for diapers and wipes. And they, they are focused on going and helping people. They don't have time to deal with all these things that aren't things that they were going to deal with. Okay. So my point in all of this is just to remind you that I know how it is to be a person like me. I know how it is to feel like you're just kind of living life going, Oh my goodness, I got to get rid of stuff. Oh my goodness. I got to, and I agree. That's what my whole next book is about. But I also know me and it's like, Oh wait, somebody wants old clothes. Well, I got old clothes. Let me tell you, but you know, people who are working on their houses and clean, I mean, I have friends who have had to completely rip out all the walls from like four and five feet down from their, um, throughout their entire house. You know, they don't need my, sparkly, high-heeled shoes and all that kind of stuff. Right now, they might need it later. What they need right now are, you know, things that are comfortable and work boots and stuff like that. So, oh, you know what? I've got a pair of work boots here that so-and-so, you know, was just sure that they needed and then they never actually wore. You know, this is the kind of opportunity that I'm looking for. I look for all kinds of opportunities to declutter. You know, so-and-so needs a set of dishes. You know, I always come up with these things on the fly anyway, but a set of dishes. Oh my goodness. I have, you know what I've been thinking I have, I don't need that one set of plates or whatever. So I go and I give that to them because the person who said they needed a set of dishes didn't actually want like, you know, an entire thrift store worth of dishes. They just needed dishes to be able to eat off of at night. Okay. So and, and here's the thing too. I know how it is because there are plenty. I'm sure that what my friend wrote is not the first time you've ever heard something like that, or maybe it is, but I hear all these kinds of things and it's, it can be paralyzing. It can be absolutely paralyzing to go, oh wait, maybe I shouldn't do that. Okay. So my point in this podcast is to encourage you to take advantage of these opportunities, but to think about the person who's actually getting this stuff and saying, is this something that they need in this specific state of their life? Because if it's a disaster that has spurred on this decluttering, then I need to think about the person experiencing the disaster and what's actually going to help them as opposed to not helping them. While I'm doing that, having a donate box going or 16 donate boxes going, that I will then go ahead and either, you know, put on Facebook, anybody want my boxes of junk? Or go take to the normal everyday, they're used to getting this kind of stuff all the time thrift store, you know, doing those things at the same time and taking advantage of this experience, incentive to declutter but thinking about if I'm sending something to a disaster area I want to make sure it's actually something that's going to make this less disastrous for them does that make sense okay um other things things I know specifically that people um have been asking for, you know, being here in Texas, we're very close. I'm not in the flooded areas, but um, we're very close to it. So I, I do hear a lot of what people need cleaning products. People need a lot of cleaning products. Sometimes, like I said, you go to Costco and you buy a big old huge thing of it. Grab those and donate, you know, donate cleaning products, things that they have, because people are doing a ton of cleaning. Um, Other times that aren't necessarily disaster relief, but things to kind of watch out for in your community, um, coat drives, cell phone drives. A lot of times there will be groups that, um, that collect cell phones for some sort of a fundraiser or whatever. Oh, we're going to take cell phones in and blah, blah, blah. Now here, here's, here's my reality. Okay. Is, There used to be a time when I used to sell things all the time and I would think, well, I bet you I could get a little more money if I would do such and such. I have chosen to say, okay, if somebody's asking for old cell phones, I'm going to go look through my drawers and find my old cell phones and say, it's worth it to me to help these people out and get this stuff out of my house. And then there's that all or nothing mentality of what's the point of me digging around for cell phones when these people want cell phones, when I've got a thousand other things that need to leave my house. Well, because it'll be three fewer than a thousand things left in the house. You know, looking for all those opportunities. Sometimes, doing one helps me kind of my. You know how it's like when you hear a really strange word, you feel like you've never heard before, and you find out what it means, and then all of a sudden, everywhere you turn, you're hearing that word. Like I remember, I was like in second grade, and I heard I we had the word debris. D-E-B-R-I-S, which is fitting for this podcast, um, in our our vocabulary for that week. And I thought, that is the strangest word. I've never heard that. And the minute that I knew what that word was, I heard people saying debris all the time. It's this phenomenon that happens. So as you start to go, oh, there's a cell phone drive? Okay, I'm going to get rid of my, you know, Nokia from 1999 or whatever. You know, I'm going to go ahead and get rid of these things because... It's an opportunity to declutter or a coat drive. And when I say the, no- the cell phone ones, they really are looking, in my experience, are really looking for old, outdated, can't be used anymore cell phones because they take those and then they sell them and they use all the parts and stuff like that. Um, or coat drives. Um, those are coming up with the fall. Uh, shoe drives. I know that there are. Um, somebody in my Bible study this morning was just talking about a shoe drive, but I came in late and I didn't hear all of it. But you know, people who specifically collect old shoes to rework them and do that. You know, I mean, some of my shoes, like I did a video this week where I showed you one of my old flip flops. I threw those away. Okay. Um, but if there's a shoe drive and they're specifically asking for old worn out shoes that then they will rework and, and anyway, I'm not giving specifics on that because I don't know them, but you know, there's a shoe drive. It makes me just kind of open my eyes and go look through the shoes and go, Oh, well, yeah, these are too small. Oh, well, yeah, these aren't perfect anymore. And they said they don't want perfect ones or whatever. Um, all of those things are things to take advantage of as they come along. And then like the word debris for me, it's just one of those things where, Oh, well, they're having a drive for such and such too, or, oh, well, they're having this. And so, you know, I'm not big on sorting as I declutter, but I am perfectly fine saying, do we have any extra shoes? Let me go look through my house and load up a bag of shoes and letting those be gone. Okay. All right. I hope this was helpful in any way. My intention is never to make you feel guilty about getting stuff out of your house but the goal here is to help you not feel guilty because you are thinking through how you're getting rid of things. Okay. But the main goal is just to get it out. Okay. Again, this is podcast number 139. And I would love, love, love it. If you went to a slash go and v- followed the links there to vote for my um, entries into the go getters getaway, which is a business mastermind and wonderful trip to Guatemala in November that I would absolutely love to go on. So anyway, if I don't go, I'm, I mean, I got excited reading, you know, watching other people's videos and reading their entries and just seeing all the neat things. But, um, I am going to unashamedly ask you to vote for me. Please vote for me. Okay. I'll talk to you guys later. Um, have a great week. Bye.